Good afternoon. This is the post-USDA report update. Well, leave it to the USDA to provide volatility, even though they, I guess, claim that that's not their mission, but they're sure doing a good job with their data over the last several weeks. We'll start with the corn data. Uh, the yield estimate came in pretty much right where the market was looking. Market was looking for 176.6, and they came in at 177.5, so they did lower the national corn yield for bushels. The carryouts came in right where the market was looking for. We came in looking for 2.2 billion bushel carryout. That's what they printed. And they had no change in the demand. Uh, no real adjustment for quarterly stocks loss. So that's a big surprise here for some reason. Uh, you know, we had a big miss on the quarterly stocks data and they chose not to incorporate that in the report. Uh, but the market will, you know, whitewash that over as sort of a, a rounding error adjustment. Uh, on soybeans, a big shock there. Market was looking for a, a 199 million bushel carryout. Government printed 300. How did they do that? Well, they ended up not changing the yield. The market was looking for about a half a bushel drop in the yield. And then at the same time, they slashed demand, export demand, far greater than what the market was looking for. Uh, they took demand down 125 million bushels. Uh, they lowered crushed 10 million bushels. And then for some reason, even though in the quarterly stocks we lost soybeans, uh, they actually raised last year's carryout. I'm not exactly sure where they found those beans. But, you know, in probably one of the most actively managed portion of the balance sheets uh, for soybeans, after that horrendous miss on 4 million acres, they had to get very aggressive on their, their management of the data. And it showed up mostly in soybeans. So we caught the market leaning probably quite bullish on soybeans. Uh, they printed a bearish piece of data, but unfortunately for the USDA, uh, it's just not gonna work. You can't keep soybeans around $13, have the US dollar collapsing, and convince me that demand is gonna be down that dramatically. It's just not gonna happen. And unfortunately, what they're doing is they're setting up the balance sheet for far bigger, more bullish surprises later on. If we end up stimulating uh, export demand, stimulating bigger crush demand uh, over the next two, three months, um, especially now with the Canadian crop completely collapsing, their canola crop is falling apart, uh, their soybean crop not doing well, uh, Brazil will be out of beans by October. So, you know, the government's providing the global users of beans a golden opportunity to extend coverage and keep demand stimulated at much higher levels, not at lower levels as they would have uh, their balance sheets dictate. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. For cotton, uh, we did end up with no change in the production side. Uh, they did that by lowering abandonment. Um, that makes sense with the rains in West Texas. They did lower the overall national yield. That makes sense as well, as we will be harvesting more dryland acres. Uh, they did uh, alter the balance sheet a little bit, though, by lowering demand next year by 250,000 bales. And that went, that went in a long way to raising next year's carryout uh, from 3.5 million bales to 3.8. And that was all based on demand destruction for cotton. Again, not a believable situation for me. Now that the U.S. dollar is collapsing and, and on its way to a pretty large technical breakdown here today. So it's going to be hard to argue overall across the board for demand destruction uh, with lower prices and a weaker dollar. But the market's got to trade the USDA data and they will uh, pretty aggressively as they always do. And then it'll be up to the market to figure out whether, um, you know, whether the demand destruction that the USDA has stated actually happens. 
my feeling is that I, I really have no changes in any of my targets. I still think corn is way undervalued at $5. So I think end users will continue to use this opportunity to extend coverage. What is fair value for corn? I think if they properly reflect the yield loss and properly reflect the demand that will be coming, this is more like a $556 corn market, not a $485 corn market. For soybeans, um, you know, where the biggest uh, sort of variability comes in with the, the yield, you know, we miss the yield by one bushel. That takes the carryout down. And if we spend the next two, three months continuing to drive demand, you know, we're going to we're going to absolutely go get that 1425 area on November beans. The question that I have then is, you know, is it a 15 or 16 dollar soybean market? The answer is I don't know that until I know more about the yield and I know more about the demand response with these lower prices over the next several months. For cotton, again, no changes. 80 cents is, you know, just not an area where we can do any marketing. Uh, my suspicion is that the acres will fall. My suspicion is that demand will be better than expected and will ultimately run for a test at 90 cents where we're going to have to do some marketing or some risk management at that point. So uh, I will get through these reports in a little bit more detail over the weekend, provide new balance sheets for you uh, early part of next week. And But for the moment here, you know, the, the market was caught leaning one way, got surprised by USDA data. I think we will digest this data and then go back toward uh, trading the fundamental fair values, uh, you know, later in the summer. All right, that's it for me. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Take care. Have a great day.